Stu, why don't you talk a little bit about home title lock? I'd love to, Glenn. Thank you Thank so you. much for asking. Um, how much equity do you have in your home? Can you imagine uh, if a cyber criminal decided they were going to steal that equity and no one told you until it was way too late? Uh, well, that could mean all of those years of savings are gone. Your retirement plan is gone. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes in America, which is why you need to go to HomeTitleLock.com. It's Amer they're America's leader in home title protection. The problem is your deed to your home is the only document that proves you own it, which is so weird. Like we need to solve this problem in a, in a major way. Luckily, Home Title Lock is here to do just that for you. In minutes, a competent criminal can forge your name on the deed to your home and then refile as the new owner. And it sounds like something that, you know, from some terrible uh, you know, true crime documentary, but it happens to people all over the country. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in America. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go to make sure you're not on the next true crime documentary on this topic. HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. of a gallon of gas right now. I'm not going to let this engine idle very long. We get right to it in 60 seconds. Derek just wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I can't begin to tell you enough uh, and, and praise enough for your product what it has done for me with regards to my severe lower back pain. So, Glenn, I've been dealing with this pain for over five years now. I tried Relief Factor and to my amazement, it actually worked. Thank you for telling me about Relief Factor. Derek, thank you for trying it. I know what really just agonizing pain is like, and you've probably tried everything else. And you think, really? Cutting my inflammation, that's going to help? I know, didn't think so either, because ibuprofen never works for me. But this is four different ways of attacking your inflammation. Ibuprofen has one. This is four different ingredients, and for $19.95, you can try it for three weeks. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800 4 the number 4 relief Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. That's ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Okay, uh, I have hesitated on telling you uh, what things are, what, what's actually going on down on the ground in Ukraine. Uh, we didn't really talk about that last week because I'm not sure who to believe. I think our press is so skewed, and I know the Russians so skewed. So what is the truth? Well, we have uh, Jason Buttrill with us, who uh, has some sources <laughs> on the ground in Ukraine, mainly because we've done so much work on Ukraine in the in the last couple of uh, in the last couple of years. 
that uh, we we know some people and uh, he's got also some other contacts as well. Tell me what's going on, Jason. Fairly catastrophic. Uh, I won't say catastrophic. It was a very bad weekend uh, for the Russian military. And it's been a just a bad invasion period. Um, a lot of the reports that and you hit on it is uh, you can't trust a lot of the stuff you see from uh, both from sides. From both sides. Both yeah, sides. good or bad. Um, but all evidence now is showing that Russia probably expected this to be a 72-hour time frame. Um, the initial troops that Russia sent in, they were paratroopers, which are basically glorified riot police. And that fits along. Oh, and they were decimated. M- most of them were decimated on entering into the country. I don't have actual um, casualty counts on either side. Right. Because they're so wild, you know, wild, wildly skewed on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, probably look at what each side is saying and then take a middle number. And that's probably what it was. Okay. But even that number is not good for Russia. But a lot of the equipment that's getting uh, either destroyed or captured, they also have riot um, equipment like shields, batons, yeah. stuff like that. So Russia clearly thought this was, hey, three days maximum, we'll go in, the population will capitulate or turn to us, and this will turn into more of an occupation without mm-hmm. firing many shots. Mm. Very wrong. Multiple aircraft were shot down this weekend. That just caps off, you know, over the past, you know, week and a half. Uh, several aircraft, helicopters, fixed-wing aircraft have been shot down on the Russian side. Um, for the most part, their operations are stalling on the ground because they don't have the logistical capability at the moment to take care of anything. They don't have fuel. They don't have food, um, water, things like that are very scarce on the ground, which shows that they were just completely unprepared. This is not a good invasion, which... You, you know, you might want to say, OK, that's a great uh, thing. But if you look at Russian strategy, if you look at Aleppo, the siege of Aleppo, if you look at the siege of Grozny during the second, uh, you know, uh, Chechen war, when these things stall, they move to severe bo- uh, bombing, indiscriminate bombing, cluster bombing. Um, of They've been doing, we think, areas. the cluster bombing in the cities already. They were doing that last week, which you don't do. That's. Isn't that against the Geneva Convention? Yes, but the Russians do it and they yeah. get away with it. Um, so now they the news is this morning that they have circled all of these cities or a lot of the big cities in Ukraine. That is what they do right before they just start just bombing the snot out of cities, isn't it? Yeah. Historically speaking. Yes. And then and they haven't really completed encircling of many of these. It appears that way. And a lot of people have reported and showing these large clusters of Ukraine that are under Russian control. Mm-hmm. And that's not entirely the truth from what I'm seeing. Russia has pushed further, pushed into Ukraine. They're on major roadways, but they're not really occupying the surrounding territory. Um, for one of the reasons right now is it's very, very, this is, you know, rainy, it's very muddy, it's very, uh, it's hard to move some of these vehicles across th- this yeah, land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it doesn't seem like they were prepared for that, the Russians. Um, so even the territory that they have, it's not exactly what I c- would call an occupation. You know, it's like they're not really occupying those areas. We're seeing the Russians move now in force, really, and, and having to have some sort of uh, offense and defense. They don't seem very impressive. Oh, no. Um, most of them appear. They don't seem like uh, professional soldiers. To me. Right. I mean, what what I mean, what happened to the mighty Soviet army? <laughs> right. I mean, it almost seems like MacArthur was right. If it's if this is what if this is the capability, we should just gone through and then gotten gotten this over with from the beginning right after mm. World War Two. Uh, Russia hasn't fought a war like this. 
Um, if you look at the United States, we've been fighting a war like this for over 20 years. Um, and it's very complicated. Combined arms, when you combine artillery, troops on the ground, you know, aircraft in the air, it's complicated. Uh, the United States military is the best in the world at it. Um, so I don't know if they just expected, hey, we'll just adopt these tactics and go in and it'll be done. Um, but clearly, this is the evidence that they're not very capable at this kind of warfare. So what does this mean? What do you think that you put Putin into a corner? What do you think that means? Yeah, um, not good for the people of Ukraine. Um, what you're looking at is if you want to p- compare it to what it's going to look at, look at what they did in Aleppo. Look at what they did the in world Grozny. Stand for that. I, I Yes, because, you know, they say, well, what about Syria? Syria, it is nothing about race or anything else. It is about the Middle East has always been on fire. It's it's a dumpster fire and you never know how to help or if it will help. You're always on the wrong side. I mean, it's that's why America didn't look at Syria. America barely looked at uh, at the the Christians in the area, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we just didn't do anything to help the Christians in the area. So it's not because of a religion or a race. It's because it's a dumpster fire. Yeah, Th- this has been a stable, westernized country, completely corrupt, but a stable, westernized country. So, yeah, we are looking at it. And I don't think that the the world will stand for him just shelling shit cities. No, we, we were talking off air, Stu. You mentioned that, you know, where's the Russian Air Force been on, on this? And I think a, a big reason why he hasn't probably bombed uh, the heck out of some of these cities with his massive Air Force is because the world will not stand for this happening to, you know, a, a more Western uh, European country. Uh, when he just unleashes like he did in Aleppo or Grozny, uh, when cluster bombs are hitting Kiev, that's when the world is going to be like, okay, you've gone far enough. The question then is, how far does the West get involved yeah. here? <laughs> Which so just gets scary. Let me, uh, let me play cut two. this over the weekend. This is um, uh, Blinken. What more can the United States do here if, for instance, the Polish government, a NATO member, wants to send fighter jets? Does that get a green light from the U.S., or are you afraid that that will escalate tension? No, that, that, that gets a green light. In fact, we're talking uh, with uh, our Polish friends right now about what we might be able to do to backfill uh, their needs if, in fact, they choose to provide these fighter jets to, to the Ukrainians. Uh, what could we do? How can we help to make sure that uh, they get something to backfill the planes that they're handing over to, to the Ukrainians? We're in very active discussions with them about that. Look, I've been in, in, in Europe for the last couple of days working closely, as always, with our allies and partners at NATO, uh, the European Union, uh, the G7 countries, and all of us together are continuing to take steps to increase the pressure uh, on Russia through uh, additional sanctions, all of which are very actively under discussion and will be implemented in the uh, in the coming days, as well as uh, taking further steps to give uh, the Ukrainians um, what they need to defend themselves against the Russian aggression. OK, so this seems like a good thing. Explain how scary that is. Well, NATO supplied fighter jets, that, that that's kind of another level right there um, coming from Poland. They are uh, old. I think it was mid mig 29s that they're considering. Mm-hmm. Remember in Top Gun and mig 28s. That yeah, was like yeah, that yeah. was in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so um, but yeah, so but this is still an escalation and it's got the earmarks of your typical Cold War, you know, battle, whether it's the U.S. and Vietnam, the Chinese and the Soviets wouldn't get involved, but they would supply Russians to the Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar. North Korea, same thing. 
Um, this is how, and, and, and Afghanistan, point that one out too. Um, but this is a, a major regression and it's got all the, you know, the, the symptoms or, or the, uh, you know, the same things that happened during the Cold War. Now, the question now is, um, you know, like during Vietnam, we knew this was going on. United States wasn't on the verge of collapse. How, you know, Russia can't sustain this, right? They, they cannot um, continue to let all these uh, weapons go into Ukraine, embarrassing Putin, while at the same time, uh, you know, an economic, uh, you know, WMD is now being unleashed on Russia. So he's going to have civil um, problems. These people are going to rise up. We're not going to see that probably because TikTok, you know, all these Russian media outlets, Facebook, Twitter are now shut off in Russia, which is... A tragedy really um but we're not going to see how they're reacting but they're not going to react well so visa and mastercard over the weekend said they're not going to process anything in russia which russia immediately turned to china and they said fine we'll we'll use their you know visa or mastercard um but this is targeting the civilians which we've we've never uh, ever 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 done before it with sanctions. We always say we are targeting the regime. We're targeting the country. We uh, don't target the individuals. My understanding, too, is that they, the cards will work. Russian issued visas will work inside of Russia so they can still buy basic supplies with these cards. They just can't buy anything international. So it is it's remarkable uh, to me that nobody is noticing the number of companies that are involved in this. This has never been seen before. And everybody is saying this is great and screaming for, you know, the oil to be shut off from uh, from uh, Russia. But could I just point out? We don't have the oil. If we want it to shut off, we need to say open up our own oil and gas resources. We can't afford to shut this off. Well, it's only 10%. Okay, you want another 10% on top? This is, this is death for the United States. It, we are right now negotiating with Iran and Venezuela. Amazing. Why would we enrich those two countries Look, I, I know the global warming bullcrap. I know all of these people are like, oh, well, the planet's going to die. Well, you know what? I know the radicals, the real radicals believe that we should just we, we need to shut down more than we did at COVID-19. That's death for millions of people all around the world. Literally, that will mean millions will die all around the world. We cannot shut down all of our fossil fuels at this point. Can't do it. I would understand if the president who disagrees with me came out and said, look, for the next nine months or however long this thing drags on, we are going to open our pipelines. We are going to uh, fund our, uh, you know, the exons of the world. We are going to start going back and taking the natural gas out and shipping it. We're doing it because we have to or we'll kill the nation. Now I'm going back and I'm shutting it all off again in whenever nine months, whatever it is. People would understand that reasonable people. The only people that wouldn't understand it are the Marxists that want to destroy us anyway. It makes no sense.
None. Why would we be enriching Venezuela and Iran instead of taking care of business ourselves? That should be the number one call. I want the oil to stop from Russia, but I want the oil to be replaced with American oil and gas. Period. Back in a minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I'm going to give you the talk I gave my family yesterday. Not the one I gave them a few days ago where they all freaked out and then they were all like, oh, we need to talk. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some ideas with you on things that you can do uh, and should do right now. Let me tell you about American financing first. Concentrate on what you have. It's time to understand what is coming your way and prepare your family for impact. If you're not careful, inflation will erode your hard-earned savings. You can feel it right now at the gas pump. By the way, Stu, did you see the price of oil? We've said that it was $147 a barrel in 2008, and that's what caused the collapse. Sustained 147 right? It was a big part of it, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and I think gas was at 411 Yes. Did you see the numbers where the inflation numbers, that's not adjusted for inflation? Yeah, because they're saying, well, it's, it's, it's $4 a gallon now. And so $4.11, it could break the record maybe this week. However, you have to adjust that for inflation. And if you adjust it for inflation, it's actually five twenty-five a gallon from 2008, which I think they mean to make you feel good about it. Like, oh, we're not really that close to the all-time record. Since 2008, However, <laughs> we've lost that much in call. inflation? 25, 30%? That's that's insanity. It's only two precedents ago. Two and a half. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, really, I guess it happened in 2008, not 2009. Technically. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that is that is insanity. Just insanity. Mm. Well, anyway, inflation's going to kill you. Everything. You just need to be saving as much money as you can. Pay the lowest amount you can. Get out of those high interest credit cards. Get a consolidation loan or a mortgage refi right now. You can skip up to two mortgage payments. You can close in as little as 10 days. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, all right, Friday I was concerned. Saturday when I got up, because Friday I was concerned because the State Department said Americans should consider leaving Russia. Okay. All right. If I were in Russia, I'd probably go, you know what? I think it's about time to go home. Uh, However, Saturday they said, the State Department said, all Americans should immediately leave Russia. I don't know. That was kind of concerning because you don't just higgledy piggledy throw that one out. There's a lot of Americans working in Russia. Right. Including WNBA players. Right. And you don't you don't just say, hey, by the way, you should leave right now and upend everybody's lives without real reason. Mm -hmm. That's usually the last thing that happens before a country goes to war. Then Saturday afternoon, they talked about. Uh, reinstalling the red phone 
the hotline. Now, for those who didn't grow up in the uh, in the time period I did, the hotline was there on the president's desk and the desk of whoever was running things in Moscow. So it's a direct line from Putin to Biden. So if something happens in the fog of war before you launch, you call and say, was that a mistake or did you just escalate? Because I got my finger on the button right now. No, 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 no. We did not mean to do that. That shooting down of that plane was a mistake. Okay, it's the last fail safe. It is the last line of defense before a nuclear missile launch. It's a little terrifying to say, you know what? Get that old phone. Get it out. Do we still have it? I think it's in the Smithsonian. Yeah, bring it in here. (laughs) I mean, that's a little terrifying. Is it just me? So, Jason, do you see this getting worse? Better? You say that they they weren't prepared for this. They're getting they're having heavy losses. Blinken said there's very little sign of any kind of negotiations. So what so what does it get worse or better from here? I, I wish I had the answer. I don't see it's definitely going to get worse. Uh, Putin cannot afford to look weak on the national stage or in his, you know, in his own country or, or, or abroad, especially in his own country. So he's going to push to get some kind of agreement where he's going to say, look, I, I won. But then they, they also took a win there as well. I think that he'll still try and say before I commence bombardment of these cities and pull a Grozny. Um, this is what we want. And I think that they've, he's already kind of hinted that he wants them to change their constitution, which would probably say we will not join the EU. We will not uh, join NATO, which they don't belong in either, by the way. Um, so Ukraine definitely could, you know, capitulate on that. The, pro- the areas where they might not capitulate on is recognizing Crimea and Eastern Ukraine as uh, Russian or separate. You Which, think he's going to stop with that, though? I mean, just, it, with this attack, I, I, that's where I thought he was going initially. But you think he'd fall back to that position at this point? I think that I, I, I think that he'll have no choice eventually. He can't occupy Ukraine. Doesn't have the forces, and, and his troops don't have the capability. Um, just seeing what I've seen, they probably don't also have the will. Yeah. Th- what that, am I doing? Why am I here? Many of them didn't even know what they were yeah. doing. Yeah. All right. Back in just a second. Thank you so much, uh, Jason. More in a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Been telling you about Rough Greens for a while now. Oh, you know what's exciting? My daughter, she rescued five other puppies. So now she has eight. It's great. No, it's great. It's great. It's crazy. Anyway, I've been telling you about uh, been telling you about Rough Greens for my dog, Uno. They are fantastic. I mean, I couldn't get any Uno to eat anything. You put cheese on his food. He would eat the cheese and eat around the food. I was afraid that would happen with Rough Greens. It doesn't. He loves his food now. I don't know what's in it. It's like dog crack. But actually, I do know what's in it. It's all good things. Um, it's got probiotics because they sterilize everything. They cook everything uh, out of kibble food. So it's all dead food. And they need things like you need probiotics, etc. 
Get your first bag for free. All you pay for is shipping. Just see if your dog will love it as much as Uno does. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Great Reset, the new book from Glenn Beck, is in bookstores now. Go to glensnewbook.com for the first chapter free. None. None. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We welcome uh, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Thanks, too. How are you? Ah. Yeah. Never be, uh, perfect. Really? Pretty really? much perfect. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. And you'd think you running a company with I know. cost of inflation, right? You know, driving <laughs> to and fro work. Exactly. Yeah. You, and, you, yet, you'd think, and yet, everything's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Huh. You haven't seen any impact on your cookie company. Oh, with almost the, uh, none. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, ingredients are uh, cheaper than ever. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I went to Costco on Friday night. That was our date night. That was our date night. Nice. Yeah. It's a yeah, fun date. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just went and I bought th- bought lots of things, you know, and um, it was fun. It actually turned out to kind of be fun. Uh, the guys who were checking out, uh, Tanya and I, and all of the people in the line behind us were having a guessing game on how much is that going to cost? Because we got butter and meat, lots of butter and meat. Mm. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and just butter and meat? No, no, no. We got a bunch so, of other things, okay. but that was like, I mean, how do you, that's like gold. Mm-hmm. It's like gold now. I mean, yeah. picking up the meat, I'm like, honey, I, I mean, I'm starting to like vegetarianism. <laughs> it is crazy. You know, she, we were at the cash register and it was like, is that a bug we could eat? Let's look at that bug over there on the floor. Uh, it, it is just, it's insane. Yeah. What and thing, and it, the, the average person now so I can't even say this. It's not an average person. The person who makes $100,000 a year, the average $100,000 a year earner is now living paycheck to paycheck. Since seeing that's double what the average person and household makes, mm-hmm. ah, mm-hmm. we got some problems. Yeah. Yeah, you. It, uh, it might surprise you to know that butter goes into some of the cookies that we yeah. we make. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. doesn't yeah. surprise fact, me at all. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot of butter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the prices have gone through the roof. It's crazy. Through the roof. It is crazy. And you know, everything I've been thinking about. Uh, you know, all of everybody that works here, uh, and thinking, you know, everybody is under stress. So how do you give everybody a raise for inflation? Well, then you'd have to raise the price of the Blaze subscription, and that hurts mm-hmm. people, and then they have mm-hmm. to get a I mean, it's just, it's, it's the inflation spiral. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is we do have some friends around the world that will help us out. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Iran uh, is is going to help us out. Really? Because we're trying to get rid of the. We're trying to ban the Russian oil. Yeah. 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 But it's got to be replaced by something somewhere, yeah. right? And we're not going to. We for some reason we can't. We can't drill our own. Well, oil. we can't figure that one out. Can't figure yeah, it out. Uh-huh. Not since Trump. Anyway, yeah. Trump figured it yeah. out, but yeah, Biden right. can't. Yeah. And so we're turning to good, close, personal friends like Iran. Iran. So how's that negotiation going? It's going pretty well, according to one of the the uh, lead negotiator for the Iranians. He had uh, he had good things to say about the negotiations. <laughs> really? really? Yeah, 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 he did. Do we have it? Here it is. I think we do. Yeah. Iranian colleagues are fighting for Iranian yeah. nuclear 
Iranian nuclear
uh, if the national anthem was being played. And mm. I'm, I'm bet uh, I'm betting she would uh, stand up for the national anthem at this point. You know what I mean? You looking would hope for, so. Looking for anyone with a flag on their arm or their yeah. lapel to come in and help her. It's amazing it how that works. Yeah, it is. Isn't it though? Because you, you do think when that happens, yeah, why don't you try somebody else's uh, justice system justice system and see how that yeah. works for and you. i don't wish this no, on her and i'm not i'm not gleeful about it i'm just no. let, let's not take uh, for granted what we do have still right. here in america uh and right. there's no way i mean it used to be that the american passport was a golden ticket yeah. you, you nobody was stopping an american citizen because we had um you know we had some power clout. and some clout in mm-hmm. the world and you didn't mess with americans now it doesn't matter because we're a clown show we're not a clown country but we're a clown show we are run by clowns and everybody knows that yeah i mean yeah you and look- they're taking advantage of us because of that yeah oh yeah yeah what the clowns or the other countries no the other countries well the clowns are too yeah that's true the clowns are trying to convince us that we all should we all have been wearing clown shoes and have clown noses. And we're like, I mean, does anybody else feel like it is the emperor's new clothes? Where we're all sitting here going, no, that's not right. No, 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 you shouldn't be doing that. And everybody stands mm-hmm. around going, oh, look at what they're doing. Isn't that great? Look at what we're, I mean, <laughs> look at this. It's amazing because, you you, you know, you the Ukrainians, who, God bless them, are sitting there saying, hey, can you guys help us out more? Can you do X, Y, and Z? Do you realize what you're asking for? We're going to make things much worse with this group of people trying to fix the situation. Oh, my gosh. All we're going to do is screw up your life more. Like, if Ronald Reagan was president, I have some uh, understanding and faith that maybe we would be able to navigate almost impossible waters with Joe Biden as president. Yeah. I mean, we might as well we might as well completely just give up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, 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 he is he is the, it, the incompetence on every single aspect of foreign policy since he took office is incomprehensible. I mean, the, oh, your book, The Great Reset, goes into why a lot of this stuff is going on, that maybe it's not just incompetence. And that's the only thing that explains it. You couldn't just be this bad no, all the time. You could not. I mean, I would like you. You're an odds guy. You don't know any odds makers that you we could call and say, let's just look at the policies of this administration. Give me the odds that they're this wrong, this stupid, that every single thing turns against the United States of America. What are the odds? Yeah, I'd love billion to one. We've said many times on the air. What would you do differently? If you were trying to destroy the country, nothing, the, the nothing, nothing, I can't think of anything, nothing. I mean, they've done a beautiful job. of yeah. it. I would get involved in Ukraine. That, that's the one thing I would do. Get involved in Ukraine. Yeah. Which they still may do. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Jeez. Please tell your congressman and senator. No, no, no. Back in a minute. Stay for a sec, Pat. Uh, more with Pat in just a second. Um, true love of country and those who serve it as well as a deep commitment. It means thoughts and prayers, because those are real, have real power. But it also means reaching out with a helping hand when those who served can't reach out anymore. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off the mortgage to lift the financial burden off of that family. 
for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is, is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. The world is so filled with darkness. Be a point of light. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families do something good. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, uh, I don't understand the, the caucus system. I know that tomorrow is the caucus, and every pro-life, real conservative person needs to go out to the caucus. You're I talking in Utah. In Utah. Mike Lee is mm-hmm. up. And, man, the left is gunning for him. And so is the it's right, the Lincoln. Sadly. Well, I mean the Lincoln project kind of left uh, righties Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh romney won't endorse him uh and i don't think mike would want his endorsement anyway no you know mike would be gracious about the thing about mike is he's he's being um uh called a radical a radical mike lee have him over to the house for a party <laughs> if it's radical to support and know and defend the Constitution, then yeah, he's, then a, he's, he's a, a radical. He is a radical, but that's but, that's it. He's yeah. not a bomb thrower or anything not else. At all. And man, are they doing everything, everything? He's running in this Jeez. caucus against a Republican who voted, or I, I can't say I know that they voted. I know they worked hard uh, against the um, Down syndrome abortion bill. You're a Republican, and you worked against the bill to stop aborting down syndrome babies what are you crazy it's amazing jeez uh and the the governor republican mm-hmm. governor is the one that is is now saying they're going to veto the um the protection of women in in uh, girls in women's sports he's going to veto it he's a republican wow I, I think you know why? That's, no, I don't. We that's, have to look more into that that one. That doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. So how does that? You lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. How does this caucus thing work? Is it a convention? Is it? Do you go around? Is it like Iowa? Uh, I don't know how similar it is to Iowa because I'm not that familiar with Iowa's or Utah's caucus system. You lived there for. I did live there, uh, and you didn't go but to. I these. didn't go to the caucuses at the time. And why when I lived there, you didn't care about your country probably just didn't care (laughs) (laughs) so i'm looking at trying this is a timeline i'm thinking about going there tomorrow i want to see it work but i also want to see yeah i want to be able to look republicans in the eye and go really Hmm. really (laughs) (laughs) glenn just i we should just put your eyeballs on two giant screens and everyone they're voting stand in front and just go really want to make that case (laughs) do you so looking at it, this is a little bit old, maybe outdated if someone from Utah knows more, they can call in. But it looks like the march is the precinct officers, county delegates and state delegates are elected at neighborhood caucus meetings. OK, so you're picking those delegates. Then in May, uh, there's a convention 
Oh, that, was, where, that one's risky. The, where you can, where those people you elected go and vote. So getting the right people elected as the delegates is important because those are the people who vote at the convention anyone, for who the nominee Anyone, is. anyone who is for Mike Lee, get your ass to the mm-hmm. to the caucus tonight. Sorry, didn't mean to use the A word. I know, I know. Mike would be like, why are you? Don't do that. I don't want to win if you're going to use the A word. If you're going to use that <laughs> language, I don't want to. Um, get there. Get there. There is a the, Utah is in one of those states that is uh, has been targeted by the mealy. It's why you have the NSA listening compound just outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows it because you're docile. No, I don't want to cause any problems. I don't want you know, when it comes to the Constitution of the United States, I think it's about time we start standing up for it. And that doesn't yeah. mean with arms or with, you know, anger or anything else. It's just time to stand up and go, no. Sure is. Yeah. Did you see the the person on The View was it the other day that was talking about how the U.S. Constitution is kind of trash? Mm, and no. all the ladies seemed to disagree, but nobody really stood up for the U.S. Constitution. Uh, it's time to stand up for the u.s constitution yeah and time. mike lee is the guy to do it if you're in utah get to the caucus so he's not gonna lose in a in this stupid convention just i don't know what you're doing in that state and i shouldn't have any control of that state but i'm thinking about moving to that state just so i can <laughs> fix your stupid election caucus crap get to the polls tomorrow 